We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We will look like lunch ladies the rest yeah. of the trip. <laughs> I don't care. I don't give a L- fuck. Lunch ladies in bikinis. Yeah. I, mean, I would watch that show. Whatever it is. Yeah. Lunch ladies gone wild. <laughs> Welcome to The Holy Hour, a podcast about sex, relationships, mental health, and everything in between. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Holy Hour. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Amelia Sampson. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Liz Ball So Hard. You can also watch us on YouTube or listen ad-free on Patreon at patreon.com slash theholyhour. Check out our merch at theholyhour.com and email us your spicy stories at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. Exciting news, everybody. First of all, welcome back. We took a week off because Amelia was enjoying some time in hawaii maui baby and then i needed a break which is as valid as being gone Mm -hmm. we both had a vacation mine was just a brain vacation god i love a fucking brain vacation yeah bv Mm -hmm. the new bv the new bv bacterial vaginosis and brain Brain vacation. vacation um brain vacation sounds like it could also be this sounds like the uh, ointment you would put on bacterial vaginosis. Mm-hmm. Brain vacation. Taking care of it with brain vacation. Yeah. <laughs> like all the, like the commercial is like just people dancing. The <laughs> and then like some kind of big like uh, costumed. Yes. M- made up being. Yes. Like one big va- like bacteria like fucking yeah. up their dance moves. Have you seen um, the memes where people are saying that like Clifford the Big Red Dog looks like a <sighs> commercial for <laughs> medication? I have. And that's so fucking true. This is my anxiety. Yeah. That's so fucking funny. Even though it's big, it's easy to take care of with Lexapro. <laughs> <laughs> it's, have you seen those memes that are like um, the Joker dancing down the stairs? like Joaquin Phoenix's uh-huh. Joker dancing this down the stairs and they're like this is what it looks like when they're like saying all of the side effects for drugs <laughs> it's true they're always just people like fucking like dancing busting it down and yeah. like the voiceover is like may cause death like Ferris Bueller's day yeah. off yeah 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 they're all singing that song oh um anyways welcome back We're to back. all of us you well, me listeners welcome back yeah I went to Hawaii for the first time y'all um, while you were doing that, I was buying a very expensive litter robot. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear how this goes. And 
my cats are afraid of it. Um, so I had to follow the directions on the website, which is to put the box that it comes in over it oh, to kind of try and lure them in because the they like suggested boxes. This? Mm-hmm. That's so funny. And then they also suggested to unplug it. So if they get in and use it, it doesn't go off immediately because that freaks them out. Brilliant. The first time they were both very, they were very interested for a while watching it spin around and do its little practice cycles. And then they decided that it was a hostile environment and they were afraid of it. So I mean, like automatic toilets kind of freak me out. So I get it. Have you ever like had an automatic toilet? Yep. You already know what I'm saying. Flush while you're sitting on it. Yeah. And then you're you just get a butthole bath that you (laughs) did not want. It just shoots right into your asshole and you're like, no, dirty toilet water. Fuck. Butthole bath. That caught me off guard. It is upsetting. It is. That happened to me a couple weeks ago. Violating. Yeah. I mean yeah that's oh, like not consenting to a bidet this is a perfect transition into a story i was going to tell you okay. that i held off on so um i was at i was skiing at crystal mountain uh which if you've been there um they had closed down like a lot of the lifts and like runs so there was only one running was that just like because it's that point in the season yeah okay. and they're they're preparing to like close for the summer um it's also a tourist location so you can take the lift up to the top so you can see rainier and mount st Helens. it's beautiful um but it is very annoying having to like try and navigate around all of these like tourists so um i was in line for the bathroom use the bathroom you know, it's a bunch of skiers and snowboarders who have been probably eating lodge food and crushing beers all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you can assume, that's not always going to be the cleanest environment. No. Um, and you know how when sometimes people poop, Uh-oh. there's just marks on the toilet? Mm-hmm. That that was in the bathroom when I was in there. No. I don't really care. I'm like, I had to pee so badly. Yeah. So I was like, this is fine. Whatever. What am I going to do? Wait for like maybe another bathroom to open up? Yeah. There's only three. (laughs) Right. So I get out and then this woman's going in with her kid and then she's like, excuse me, the toilet's not flush. I was like, it literally is. And then she she, was blaming you for the streaks. Yeah. And I was like, and she's like, no, it's not. And I looked and I was like, yeah, have you ever been in a public restroom? There's just like skid marks in the toilet. I don't know what to tell you. And then what did you actually say to her? That's what I said. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't know what to tell you. Jeez. And then I just washed my hands and left. But I was so fucking mad. I was like, how dare you say this to me in the women's restroom in front of all of these strangers? Yeah. Blaming me that someone else pooped. It's also it's Wait, also a uh, bathroom. Everybody poops. Yeah. You know? And like, what do you want me to do? Go in there and scrub it? Mm-hmm. Like, I was, I wanted to fucking strangle her. That's really, and that's her really stupid annoying. stupid little child. <laughs> no, her child was fine. <laughs> But I was like, you should not be having kids. Right. Also, you're like, yeah, you're in a public restroom. Have you seen how many people are coming in and out of the bathroom? Yeah. Excuse me. It's not flushed. It it enrages me. Even just thinking about it now. That's so embarrassing. Yeah. And it even should not. It's embarrassing. Like, I'm embarrassed. Well, yeah, because she made a spectacle out of it. Yeah. And then I'm like, I don't want people in this bathroom to think that I, like, am gross and dirty. Yeah. Even though everybody poops and that's normal yeah i mean if i was like observing that interaction i would be like that woman fucking sucks i wouldn't like be like oh my god this bitch shit well and then the the, the most obnoxious part too is is, like i'm going up to wash my hands and then there's this other girl who um i don't know she was clearly doing an outdoor sport but um she had like 
she was so pretty and like had her like makeup on i'm like how do you even still have makeup on like mine always comes off and i don't even wear that much because i just know it's gonna right to sweat it off so i was just like next to this pretty girl i look stupid in my like schlarper outfit it's yeah that's not a good combo it's embarrassing and i was just like you all don't even understand how cute i am yeah and i want to be that is something that should be perceived it should be not you that justice for liz yes justice for me (laughs) (laughs) i was wearing a five panel hat and those are just like a little too big for my head but it's like nice to have the extra shade yeah um totally but they look a little silly on me i bet you looked fantastic thank you i have been telling women that i encounter in public how pretty i think they are because i'm just like we should be doing more of that i'm like you know i choose my moments there are so many like pretty women that work out at my gym and i'm just like i'm always to my trainer i'm always like oh my god look at her (laughs) she's She's so pretty do you think she's doing so well do you think she knows like her squats look so good like should i tell her goals (laughs) i don't approach them yeah because i'm just like let's just not have that conversation in the gym but if i'm like at a bar or like really anywhere else i'm like excuse me you're so pretty and every single time their reaction is like what it's so nice and you know what i think we hear it so rarely too because none of us remember how to socialize anymore Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i don't know i I I don't remember but i feel like men don't really because it can be creepy right like you're beautiful yeah like well i'm smart too fucking dick yeah (laughs) yeah oh is that the only thing you've noticed about me why don't you ask me about my sat score (laughs) (laughs) i took when i took the sat i don't remember what i got but i did i took it twice and i did worse the second time me too wait seriously i even (laughs) took a class that uh, that also happened to mr liz really yeah I didn't take a class. Yeah, I took a class, a very expensive class with a very expensive book, and I did worse this time. I feel time. like they do it to to everybody on purpose, it seems like. Maybe. I have heard this from other people, this experience. My best friend got almost a perfect SAT score. Holy she was shit. like a few points off, and she's like, I have to take it again. I'm like, Did, did you take the ACT at all? No. I didn't take the ACT either. I'm drinking it. I'm drinking it. <laughs> I just started talking about my Coke. <laughs> i'm drinking a coke zero today i love that that's new for me it's a coke what what were you saying about is coke zero the same as a diet coke okay so here's what the the guest told me okay because he worked for coca-cola so i can actually believe what he said of course he did he was in sales for coca-cola which is probably the worst position to be at he gives me nepo baby energy yeah i mean he is okay um but anyway (laughs) uh he was saying that they made Coke Zero because people didn't like the taste of Diet Coke. So it's Diet Coke, but it tastes like Coke. Okay. Basically. It Does it have like a different ingredient? Yeah. Um, does it use stevia or something? It uses alcohol sugar. Oh, so it's not um, aspartame. It is aspartame. Oh, it is? So I think there must be multiple in here. I don't know. Something in Diet Coke just gives me diarrhea, so... <laughs> maybe coke zero will be better for me yeah that's true you have had multiple instances mm-hmm. where i've been around amelia has had to rush me home before twice yeah and but it might have been the mac and cheese you know we have there to were A-B two test things this. in in very similar yeah the mac and cheese and the diet coke so 
a stomach bug was going around when I was in Hawaii and I was like, nobody fucking touch anything that I love. <laughs> Everybody keep Everyone. your hands to yourself. <laughs> wear a mask it was awful wear hair nets taking people down one by one plastic gloves we will look like lunch ladies the rest of the trip (laughs) i don't care i don't give a fuck lunch ladies in bikinis yeah i would watch that show whatever it is lunch ladies gone wild (laughs) (laughs) i think we found our episode name already (laughs) lunch ladies gone wild (laughs) we've had a few good ones butthole bath is up there too (laughs) um forgot about that one already uh so frank (gasps) ordered the um spreader bar oh shit did it come you did wait do you want to share another announcement i've been thinking i don't know we talked about this yesterday me and him oh you can even leave this little teaser in if you want oh okay amelia has a secret i'll probably eventually talk about it okay i mean i no, I will. I will actually yeah, eventually you, talk about you it. Will, um, but but I gotta figure out a few things, um, which I'll talk to you about off the podcast. Oh hell yeah! But um, you guys, you guys don't get to hear this secret. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you know it's good because yeah, because I tell y'all everything. Yeah. Um, we we have very few secrets. Yeah. If, you, if you couldn't tell, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's something that I'm excited to talk about. I just you know, there's I want to be I want to have tact about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair enough. But so we ordered the spreader bar. Well, he did. And it came when I was in Hawaii. And every time I FaceTimed him, he would just like show it to me on the floor. He's just like, do you know how hard it is to exist with this in my room? (laughs) But we finally used it Saturday. And that shit is fucking wild. We only used it for foreplay because like, yeah, when I told you about it, you're like, it's really like inconvenient. Yeah. We were both like, yeah, that like makes sense. Did you do? Did you at least try it? Mm -mm. Okay. No, we just used it for foreplay. But I would definitely be like, I don't know. I'm going to try it anyways. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck it. I mean, I'm sure we will. But we were just like, it was the first time we had had sex since I was back. So we were both Mm. just trying to be like, let's try to make this as efficient and easy as possible. But he got cuffs too. So he cuffed my hands behind my back and then used the spreader bar. Holy shit. Like... I came so fast during sex because of how good the foreplay was. And I was Mm -hmm. like, just a little added prop patron, like saint of sex, Liz ball (laughs) has changed my life. Thank you. In ways that that I'm forever grateful for. I am honored to have that title. Yeah. Patron of sex. Patron saint of sex. Patron saint of sex. P S S (laughs) L B T M. Thank you. Yeah. Let's um, make that into merch. Okay. Me, like the Virgin Mary. We need to talk about merch. If oh, y'all yeah. have any ideas or like wants and hopes and dreams about merch, we're like due for a re- refresh. Yeah. Yeah. The the Hot Girl Summer merch did not hit. I think that we just didn't fine. talk about it enough. Yeah. Because it's really cute. Like whenever I, I tell anyone about it, they're like, oh, what? And they'll look and they're like, oh, fuck yeah. Like I want the boxers. You know what I mean? Okay. Like okay. people like it. I think people just don't know about it. Yeah. So here I we, am. We have merch. Plugging the merch. And also plugging the Discord because Frank joined the Discord, y'all. You don't oh, know his shit. name on there, but he's on there. Mr. Liz is on there. I know. I, I can't remember if I've already said that. Squints is also on there still. Oh. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know if any of them are ever going to engage with anything, but Frank said no. that the Discord has been quiet, so... Yeah, Mr. Liz is just on it, uh, so he can be mad at me when I say something he doesn't like. 
I mean, like calling him <laughs> we'll your side I, piece. <laughs> we'll see if I keep that in. It has facilitated one argument. Today. I'm like, yeah, you know what? My listeners are going to side with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Because you're right. Why don't you start your own podcast? Mr. Liz. Yeah. Call it the Broly Hour. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. The f- this is my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Broly right. Hour. That's good. I like that. Someone's got to do it. Um. So yeah, spreader bar, great investment. I love that. Yeah. I need to use our code still. Yeah. Uh, I suggested a wedge to Mr. Liz because I was like, sometimes our height difference can be a little challenging for me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Height is very important for it, a lot of positions. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes it is just a little too it's too much mm-hmm. it's too much mm-hmm. so i was thinking that a, a wedge would help alleviate some of that i also thought a swing would be fun yes a sex swing yes um i am a little concerned about the logistics because yeah just, I, I i don't know will it's it break my like, door frame or that's the it's you never know with like older buildings like yeah. you don't even know like my my place is brand new and like a lot of there's like not a whole lot of integrity in how it's built yeah <laughs> like if i hung anything on my door i would fuck up my door easily you just never know and then if i had to get a stand where where am i even gonna put that i don't have room for that i think about this all the time i've been wanting to get a peloton (laughs) yeah where where would you put that i wouldn't that's the issue on the roof maybe that's what my mom said yeah but then i would have to move it inside when it rains which is often just get it a little um little jacket yeah a little jacket a little umbrella yeah a little little yellow raincoat booties (laughs) It's kind of cute. Like how people dress their micro pigs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll be my little Peloton. Um, my friend in New York has a, a, a New York sized apartment and has a Peloton. So I feel like I just can't keep making excuses, but I'm not going to ever, it's going to turn into a coat rack. So I'm just not yeah. going to do it. But I mean like between sex swings and Pelotons, I'm having a difficult time <laughs> in my space. You certainly can't get both. No, not, not in this economy. Mm-mm. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I heard that you have a talking tip for me. Oh, you were like, what? I was like, what did you hear that we haven't talked about? Yeah, Um, I do have a talking tit. One. One breaking boob. I'm excited. It's not a very happy one. Fuck. Well, I'm unexcited now. Yeah, get unexcited, Liz. Um, I'm appropriately. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm appropriately interested. Okay, perfect. Wow, I'm appropriately interested. I'm going to keep saying, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to say that whenever anybody has something to tell me. I'm appropriately interested. At a normal level of interest. Yeah, I'm a healthy level of interested. Yeah, I'm not too eager. Right. I'm like playing it cool. <laughs> okay, the headline for this is change in oral sex attitudes is causing a rise in HPV related throat cancer. Not a big shock, but still on the news. It says cases of throat cancer have been skyrocketing in recent years, mainly due to increased levels of HPV infections caused by oral sex. Oral pharyngeal cancer is mainly caused by HPV infections and is now more common than cervical cancer, also caused by HPV in both the U.S. and U.K. Um, It was according to an article in the conversation by um, Hisham Mahana, a professor of cancer and genomic sciences at the University of Birmingham in the U.K., um, according to the article, the main risk factor for this kind of cancer is the number of sexual partners you have in your lifetime, particularly oral sex with those who have had six or more lifetime oral sex partners being 8.5 times more likely to develop this kind of cancer. I'm like, how many people have gone down on me? That's and I question. don't think it's that many <laughs> to be, no. to be honest. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, but also would, so would the HPV vaccine prevent this yes great See, question Liz. everyone should be getting it they should be they it's it's so important your insurance um, should cover it until like what your 40s now yeah yeah and you can get it until your 40s now which is another new thing damn yeah because yeah. like you because can get the shot because they used to say you c- couldn't get it after um age 25 which why it was like something about like how like cell turnover but like then they realized that's bullshit yeah so i was gonna ask like does it say if it's type 16 or type 18 or both it says as well as causing cervical cancer hpv type 16 and 18 contribute to 50 percent of penile cancer 80 percent of anal cancers 20 percent of mouth and 30 percent of throat cancers damn yeah hpv and all the conditions that can lead to can be protected against using the hpv vaccine um gardasil nine baby mm-hmm. covers nine different types of types of hpv it's so important i think that also includes low-risk hpv yeah because low-risk hpv is warts mm-hmm. yep wow you like are hitting every paragraph in this article listen i've learned so much i know you have i could have written it myself you maybe you did i didn't even check <laughs> um 
Okay, so this is an important paragraph. Despite men also being able to contract the virus and spread it to other sexual partners, boys are often not offered the vaccine at the same time that girls are. Mm -hmm. There is some evidence that men can be protected by herd immunity so long as over 85% of women are vaccinated. However, this protection fades with fewer vaccinated women. According to the Conversation article, only 54.3% of adolescents aged uh, 13 to 15 have received two or three HPV vaccination doses in 2020. Damn. It's like a little bit over half, which is not enough. Yeah. It's wild. So anyway, educate yourself on this. Yeah. And get uh, get the vaccine. Everybody. Everybody get the HPV vaccine. Well, and like that's the thing that is wild to me about um, like HPV and the vaccine is like this is the only known like cancer prevention that we have Mm -hmm. like you can we can like effectively end this type of cancer yeah if we all got vaccinated for Uh it (laughs) and i think it's because like it has too much of a stigma around it for a lot of people like because when it was originally marketed it was like you should get the your daughter your young daughter should get this vaccine so she doesn't get cancer from sex. And it's yeah. like, my daughter's not having sex. She's 11. Yeah. And that's fair. But that's not what the overall sentiment is. Right. <laughs> it's like, this is preventable cancer. And when you get this shot young, mm-hmm. it will. it's more effective. Yep. Oh, God. It's just fucking... It's, it's really... It's, I think I talked about this when we first had this conversation. But um, a girl in my high school got... Um, she had cervical cancer from HPV. Oh, wow. And she... Like, in high school? While she was in high school? Yeah. Holy shit. And everybody thought she was lying because she was just kind of, like... If she was one of those girls that, like, always talked about how much sex she had, you know? And, like, oh. we were, like, at that age where, like, that was being shamed for... Anyway, mm-hmm. regardless, that's not the conversation we're having. Um, My mom and I were in the grocery store right after I had gotten my Gardasil shot... And we ran into her and her mom. And um, I, for some reason, told her that I got the Gardasil shot. I don't know. It was like came up in conversation naturally. And her mom was like, oh, I wish that we had educated ourselves on that. So it like, confirmed that that was true. Like it was like a very sad. She like oh, it was damn. a very sad reaction. It's just like, fuck, like that's probably a reality for so many people. Like mm-hmm. it's just like too late by the time they realize that they should have done this thing. So it's like, why not? Yeah, just you're do talking it? to one of them. <laughs> Right. Right. So, I mean, if like, let's talk about it. Like, I was very, I don't think I've talked very much about this. Mm-mm. Have I talked about it at all? Yeah, you did. But it was pretty high level. You talked about like the, okay. what, what you did to like the like leap. Yeah, I had the, the leap. I chose to be unconscious for it, um, which was the best decision for me. Um, and like, I was also very upset at my parents for a while because mm-hmm. like, they did have a little bit of an anti-vax phase <laughs> uh, when I was younger. And then um, when I was like having all of these issues and I don't know, I was just really mad at my parents, especially my mom, because I was like, this was preventable and you were in charge of my health. And now look at what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so they paid for my surgeries. <laughs> good um i do need to follow uh, schedule a follow-up i keep forgetting it's like been a, a year now i'll remind you yeah so I w- someone to remind you're me. supposed to go every like 
after you get a leap, you should go six months after. I had gone in for a follow-up and she was like, everything looks great. Like you're healed. Um, but I haven't gone in since then. So it's always good to just time just flies by. It really does. Especially what even time? now that I work remotely and I have been doing that for three years. I'm like, remember when working remote was so slow? Yeah. And not anymore. Yeah. Now yeah, we've all so adjusted just like to a it. blink in the day is done. I know. I know. Yeah. Now that I'm actually like doing my job. <laughs> the days go by really fuck. fast. Um, but yeah, like like I was saying, uh, if you can, you should get the Gardasil vaccine, regardless of your genitalia. Yep. Um, and if you are are not sexually active, you should still get it. Because why not? Let's eradicate it if we can. Right. Yeah, the whole thing about herd immunity is so real. Yeah, and it can f- affect your fertility. Mm-hmm. So especially if you get to the point that I was at where I had to get a leap procedure. Yeah, that is the good word. We have to keep having conversations like that because it really is so important. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know anything until I had to. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, yeah, it's helpful to like have people openly talking about it because I also felt like, I was the only person experiencing this, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I actually had, uh, I ended up having a friend who was like literally going through the same exact thing at the same exact time as me. So it was like helpful to have another person like uh, understanding how it feels, you know? And that it does feel like very isolating and scary Mm -hmm. and a little embarrassing because it's stigmatized still. I was just about to say, it's like everything that's stigmatized it always you always feel so alone when you're going through it like yeah. even things like depression mm-hmm. when it's like you're so fucking sad all the time it's like i'm the only person that feels like this because yeah. nobody like talks about it because these things are so stigmatized mm-hmm. so like having open conversations and like destigmatizing it literally makes like a world of, it just makes a world of difference yeah, most of the people people you know have hpv mm-hmm. <laughs> even, uh, if, even if they don't know yeah they could just be carrying it but that doesn't mean it's like actively doing anything in their body mm-hmm. most people like it will go away on its own but there is a percentage of people where it doesn't mm-hmm. and um i think that percentage is like maybe it's like 30 percent, and that's still pretty high mm-hmm. and then the way it develops is like it's there's four stages so stage one and stage two it could still go away but like stage one it's like not really anything to worry about um two and three are kind of lumped together and that's usually when they'll be like you should you should do something about this and then stage four is um it's called in in situ or whatever yeah uh which means yeah that means it's cancer it's just hasn't gone through the mucus mucosal level or layer of your body um and once it hits the mucosal layer is when it becomes cancer like Mm -hmm. that you should be concerned about so they're like precancerous cells is in situ yeah i mean i don't know if yeah i guess it would be precancer they call it that they call it precancer to make you feel better Uh oh but it's cancer yeah so that's where i was at i had waited until i i just like kept thinking like it would go away and i'm special um so I don't know if I, I regret, I don't think I regret waiting just because I would have had to do it anyways and I wouldn't have been able to afford like going 
under i think i would have been pressured into like because they do it when you're awake Mm -hmm. and that is they're like oh it doesn't hurt and that is just like honestly that's like medical abuse in my opinion Mm -hmm. um and women's pain is always minimized so like so you know maybe some people don't feel anything but yeah i was reading horror stories (laughs) yeah i mean like because if you're not getting usually i advise against reading things on the internet but when it's like about like women being yeah their pain not being taken seriously i think educating yourself on it is so important Mm -hmm. beforehand i saw a tiktok recently of a woman explaining like um how women's like pain isn't really taken seriously um but also a doctor was explaining like um i think morphine is just to keep you under and then they have something else for pain so she was like, yeah, I, w- I chose to go under for this like common procedure and I saw that they gave me more morphine at some point because my body was telling them that I was in so much pain or no, they gave her like a painkiller. They gave her more of a painkiller um, while she was under um, and she's they like have you monitored. So yeah, her body was signifying that like it was in so much pain that they needed to provide more painkillers while she was unconscious so if you can choose to not be awake for it you should yeah but it should in my opinion it should just be offered oh yeah i agree i agree um i don't want to have a memory of it because i knew i would have been traumatized yeah i mean that's (laughs) smart i also think like because you you saying like i felt like i was like maybe special and it would go away on its own i think there's another piece of that too that like when you have anxiety and you're so like tuned into your body and like you notice when something feels a little bit off but something like that doesn't feel like anything Mm -hmm. like it's hard to imagine it there actually being something wrong because you're like you're not having an anxiety response to something's wrong yeah you know like whenever my stomach hurts a little bit i'm like that's i have stomach cancer (laughs) one indicator is i would bleed every time i had sex it wasn't like it was a ton but right it was enough where i was like fuck again but you can like explain that away too mm-hmm. so it's like there's all of these reasons why like you you would like just not like think much about it you know yeah. so having those like yearly checkups is it feels like a pain in the ass pain in the badge <laughs> 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 to like go to the gyno like all the time but it's like so much easier to do that than to go through something like what you went through yeah and it's like it could have all been prevented if you know my parents one were educated about it and Mm -hmm. two took me to get that vaccine Mm -hmm. we're gonna get another one-star review of us being propaganda (laughs) vaccine propaganda well also like okay let's talk about i was talking about this to one of my coworkers. this is fucking insane just like the kind of like new age the like new age lady to like alt-right anti-vax pipeline is so bananas Mm -hmm. like the spiritualist pipeline yes um and i was just thinking about like the difference between like (laughs) someone being an anti-vaxxer used to be like a liberal thing yeah um and then now people are like i'm living off the land and i'm a carnivore or like like trying to be um like a cave woman Mm -hmm. (laughs) like now that is like a right thing to like a right wing thing to do but yeah. that used to not be it used no. to be like a liberal thing to yeah do. and it kind of still is in different ways it's so it's like the hustle mentality you go though. so far left that you become right yeah it makes a full circle it's just it's 
And I don't think people realize how similar they have that in common. Yeah. It's just like, that's why politics shouldn't be your identity. You know? It's so fucking real. <laughs> Unless you're a, a leftist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> then please make it your you entire just, personality. Like, yeah, just don't like agree with msnbc yeah blindly. or agree with, yeah don't agree with a politician blindly just because they like slap that label on themselves yeah, right unless it's bernie sanders i'm just gonna yeah. like <laughs> caveat it's, this with everything <laughs> unless it's bernie sanders yeah. i mean that is the one unless god i love him so much <laughs> um i'm a bernie bro through and through i've accepted this about myself i have Same. i have socks i have bernie sanders socks i went to college with someone that has a bernie sanders tattoo I do have to say, though, uh, when there was that Bernie Sanders meme, I think that was, like, one of the most annoying times. With the mittens? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, we, we fucking get it. Yeah. All right. We don't need to be putting it. It was. It lasted way too it long. It lasted way too long. It's also the best thing about Bernie Sanders is how, like, inconvenienced he is by his own job. <laughs> like, I love that meme. Because, I mean, I, I, it needed to die way sooner than it did. It's like, okay. And it's still, I still see it, you know? And there it's was like, someone, like, uh, in my old neighborhood who had a big print out of that in their window oh my god so i'd pass oh, it on my hot girl walks yes i used to see that yeah it scared me the first time i saw it because it was nighttime every time i saw it i was just like take yeah. that down yeah you're embarrassing truly it's like very like um gen x borderline boomer meme mm -hmm. that's so true like oh, i mean that's everything it's on so facebook. funny yeah everything on facebook is that kind of sense of humor cringe it, yeah that thing i sent liz a screenshot of this on my way here somebody i don't even know who that is i'm sure that the, he's a seattle actor because that's the majority of the people that i have on facebook because mm -hmm. for a while i was like i have to network and they're all not all <laughs> not all don't cancel me seattle film community there are some cringy characters in any art community not yeah. just seattle yeah yeah well there's the people who are like i know exactly what you mean in any you're right any yeah. community yeah there's always some bad apples that are just like god just shut yeah. up just shut up just shut just shut up and this guy i don't even know his name because i don't know who he is posted this meme that was like i want a woman that dreams of this and it was like a woman holding kids in like yeah. a tulip field and not this and it was like a boss and it's a like, girl boss what what like that was the most out of pocket like why not both like why do you need to like tear down like a strong woman by comparing it to another strong woman it just doesn't it's make like, any sense. If that's to me. what you want, then go find that. Yeah, don't fucking post about it on Facebook. Why is that someone else's responsibility? Who's still posting on Facebook? First of all, <laughs> unless it's are we dating the same guy, which I got kicked out of, by the way. Why? I think it's because they thought I was taking screenshots from the group. That's the only thing that I can think of. But I wasn't. And why would they think? Like, yeah, like that's there's the no way that they of. would think that. Right. That's the only Whatever. thing I can think of because I'm kicked out. But. Um, there's an unfiltered one that's way easier to get into that you should try to get into Ooh. because it's tea. I want to see. I want to see the tea. See the tea. Um, should we read some mail? Yeah. Um, there's one that is for me. Um, so I'm going to read that. Yeah. Uh, it's not about sex. It's about work. <laughs> Amazing. Today, I was so tired today because meals kept me up all night. And so i took i had two shots of espresso and then i took a caffeine pill i got to the gym Holy and my trainer shit. was like do you need a little bit of pre-workout and i was like okay and i thought i was gonna put it in my in my water and she had me dry scoop it and which was difficult but also I like horrified my heart i had so that was i like raw dogged like 300 milligrams of caffeine on top of two shots of espresso did you and take your night adderall 
yeah oh my god amelia i know but i'm still tired it's just too many stimmies for the day you know that is terrifying um yeah my heart feels fine i did cry earlier because um of a road rage incident that scared me liz got a voice note about that but um should you talk more about that should i i think so it was pretty fucking scary yeah okay i will i will this is a short story because it was a short event but i was driving and i was driving back from the gym and i drive back from the gym around rush hour because that's the time that i go to the gym and it was like stop and go traffic getting off of the freeway and there was this like lifted white truck behind me just like tailgating me and like laying on his horn and i was just like i wasn't engaging with it because i was just like this person is clearly unhinged where are you gonna go exactly you know exactly we're all trying to get off on this exit that's one lane and like there was a very tall like box truck in front of me like he saw the car in front of me you know yeah it's taller than your car yeah so i'm like what's the confusion here like are you okay are you pissed about my thick dads who vape for christ bumper sticker like i was trying to figure out what the fuck his problem was he goes around me but as he's going around me the traffic in front of me is lighting up so i'm i speed up going but i i he must have thought that i was like doing that to like fucking fight and he zooms by me and shoots something like from like a projectile out his window and hits my window and it hits it so loud and so hard right where my head is Mm -hmm. and like they were like um what's the word i'm looking for like projectiles like coming off of it uh like when when it hit my window it like exploded Mm -hmm. and it was too accurate like shrapnel yeah yeah it kind of looked like that like from my it like went off in a bunch of different Mm -hmm. directions it was too accurate and too fast for it to have been thrown by his arm. So I'm certain he shot something at me. I took a screen, or a picture of his license plate and like the damage that I did to my window, which is just like superficial, but still. And I sent Liz a voice note. I was so shaken up about this because it was oh, just like, it happened so fast. I'd be terrified. I was well, just like, the fact that someone like, well, cause you said you thought it was a BB. Yeah. But regardless, someone shooting at your window yeah. because they're having a road rage moment is horrifying yeah yeah also i was i was so mad when she sent this to me i was like looking up all the different ways i could like try and find this person's identity because i was about to show up at his fucking house yeah i've been in a cranky mood for like a week so (laughs) i am looking for a good reason yeah i know to vandalize someone's car (laughs) i really appreciated that frank had the same reaction he was like i was trying to find his address so i could just like gonna gang up on this like motherfucker mail him empty envelopes just to like let him know that i know where he lives but like not show up but just like make him a little scared that's brilliant I know but yeah i had you and frank on this and I, it was making me feel better because i was just like <laughs> i'm not entirely not convinced to like i might harass this person yeah i i want to i, I really called, do want to i called 911 like 10 minutes later because my dad was like call 911 yeah absolutely because i was like who do i call like a non-emergency line like, i didn't know what the fuck to do um but i called 911 well because it's a violent incident now yeah yeah, exactly. I read on the website, the like washdot website. It's like if two or more things occurred, which it did, like the tailgating and then like the swerving and the shooting something at me, um, then to call. So I called, and of course nine one one was fantastic about it as they are. But then when they transferred me to the cops, <laughs> they were fucking dicks. And the cops are like, "You really inter you interrupted us jerking each other off." Yeah, that was exactly what it felt like. They were like inconvenienced by this call. I was yeah, like, because they can't be bothered to actually do their fucking job. No, they were like, "So what happened?" And then they asked me when this happened. I was like, "Like ten minutes ago." And they're like, "Is there a reason you didn't call sooner, ma'am?" I'm like, "It was ten minutes ago. What do you mean?" Like, but I was like, "Like um, 
I'm sorry. I've never been shot at in my car. Yeah. And I wasn't sure what to do. Like, because normally you don't do anything about road rage. (laughs) Right. I was like, well, I talked to my friends and they told me that I should call. I didn't think I didn't know if I should call. And they were like, okay, well, do you like, do you want follow up on this? And I was like, I don't like, no, I guess. They're like sick. We don't have to do anything now. Yeah. They took my number and his license. How much you want to bet that it was a cop? I know. That's what I was thinking. That's what I said. I, like, I to bet Frank. this guy's a cop. I was like, "What was this? Like the this is cop behavior?" It did. It did feel like cop behavior, and it's a lifted white fucking truck. Anyway, so um, if you want his license plate, we'll give it to you guys. Yeah, um, I'll air that shit out. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. It, well, at this point, it's not doxing. It's just warning. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that road rage guy in L.A. who was like, he was in a Tesla and he took off um the license plates and he was just like doing insane shit and like, yeah. Yeah. horrifying that it's so scary this is this could be like this guy you know yeah i mean this felt like a dangerous individual like mm-hmm. who reacts like that to me going no, slowly? that is abnormal yeah. that is not a normal reaction to anything no it was really scary it was really scary yeah so, so i appreciate you letting me cry over voice note per usual I'm no like that's always fine. crying over voice note to you you were so shaken up oh my God, i was I, so fucking scared i would have like pulled over god people are like they really just turn like, into fucking animals behind I the know wheel. you have like some other shit going on in your life that's making you upset, but this is not the way you deal with that. Yeah. No, it's 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 embarrassing. And you can't like sure, yeah, be mad when someone's being a dumbass, mm-hmm. but like that's what your horns for. Yeah. Just give them a, a long honk. And, f- and doesn't need to be too long. Yeah. Just long enough where you're like, "Hey, buddy." Right. Right. F- get your shit together, and okay? Fl- yeah. I can handle being flipped off. I'll flip you off back and we'll go on with our day. Yeah. I'll fucking shoot my car with something. Also, just understand that like most of the time it's an accident. Yeah. So if someone's driving like a dick, then yeah. Like this guy is driving like an asshole. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if someone is just like maybe kind of stupid, mm-hmm. they're driving slow. Yeah. They're just an idiot. Yes. Okay. Right. Just let them be stupid. Just let them be dumb. They'll learn eventually. Mm-hmm. Anyways, thank you for letting me know. Let's read a letter. All right. Uh, So this one is titled what? I was just about to say. (laughs) We just got a letter. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Straight up cut you off. (laughs) I was like, she hates it so much. I just, I (laughs) was taking in a deep breath to start singing. Okay. Continue. Um, This one is titled Corporate Baddies Unite. And the author says, hey. Hi. (laughs) Feel free to admit this on the pod, but I've written in before about me feeling distant from my friends and your guys' insight really helped so much. Thank you. Y'all were right. I just needed to tell my friends I miss them. LOL. They're all happy bridesmaids now. Love that. Love that. Um, anyway, I know you two have day jobs. I'm in a corporate environment and recently got promoted up to management. Holy shit, dude. I was not prepared for the level of therapist, mom, pep talker, cop that I am playing. <laughs> My mental health is literally in the toilet. I'm a person that struggles with not immediately being the best at their job, and this job is testing the fuck out of me every day. I feel like I wrote this to myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I feel like I've heard snippets of Liz that maybe suggest she's in a leadership in, in leadership in some capacity. Can you share any tips for maintaining your sanity as a millennial girly in the workplace, suddenly being the adultiest adult in the room? I simultaneously feel empowered at work to affect real results and also like a literal baby person with severe imposter syndrome. Uh, love you guys. So I feel like my advice is not going to be uplifting. Um, I am very bitter about my management position. I managed 
nine people. I now my role now I manage three, um, because I got I essentially started a new team, so they put me in charge of the new team. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm much happier. But when I was managing nine people, it is so hard because it's it's very hard to manage people who are in early in their career and people in general who are like under 26 or maybe even under 20 like 27 and under everything is so personal Mm -hmm. they take everything so personally and um everything is such a big deal to them and like I was the same exact way so I'm definitely not being judgmental or critical no, I was the like, same way yeah. yeah like your your career is just such a big part of your identity and like you're trying so hard yeah. and you're not getting like the acknowledgement that you think that you deserve and honestly rightfully like a lot of people do deserve that acknowledgement but then it's just like you're at the bottom of the food chain so no one is really like acknowledging that right um I was so bitter at that age. Oh, yeah, me too. I uh, Well, so I tried very hard when I first started managing people because I wanted to, like, help develop the things that they were good at and make sure they knew that um, and help them kind of, like, get into a role or career, pa- like, start on a career path that they enjoy. Um, but... I didn't have any power over like I don't have any power over like what money we get so I couldn't like promote anybody and they knew that but I was just like it's good if you know now because even when you go somewhere else you'll have expectations of like what you want to do yeah um and how you like I also wanted them to stand up for themselves so I was a little bit too much of like a is I don't know what the right word is um like I, I I just turned into their lawyer where mm. I was like, this is unfair and you should email HR about it or like you should oh. try and negotiate for this. So um, I tried really hard with that. And I think like it's easy to get really riled up when you're talking about money. Yeah. Um, And that's also just how I am. It's not like I wasn't trying to purposefully like get them all riled up to get confrontational i was just like you need to start practicing this now yeah so you can negotiate um but i'll I'll be honest like i think the biggest mistake that i've made in my leadership career is like maybe being a little too transparent with them um and then i think i tried too hard which <laughs> sounds like it sounds stupid but it's like I would try so hard and get them so hyped up, but then they wouldn't be able to go anywhere. So that sucks. <laughs> you know, yeah. it sucks for both of us. And then they blame me for it. Right. Um, even though I don't have any power over that. I also like didn't want any of them to feel obligated to like be my pal. You know, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. Um. So I never really like was like, you need to be like this. But I, I have a hard time just not being like, amiable and open and myself like (laughs) I tried very hard at first to be like I'm gonna be super professional and I'm not gonna be like as candid as I am but that was really hard for me like that's just how I am like I'm a candid person yeah and like you've dealt with enough shitty management that like you're like you don't want to be I was I think maybe I was trying to be the manager I wish I had or something um which is just someone who's transparent with me and someone who develops my skills right because I felt like I was just like I'm I'm like what am I even trying so hard for Mm -hmm. you know where like you're just 
not even acknowledging that I'm good at anything. Yeah. So that sucks. But it's very hard when people are early in their career because they outgrow their position so quickly. Mm -hmm. And then when you can't do anything, it's it's frustrating for both of you. Yeah. Um, and then what's my other advice? Oh, the other thing that's really hard is like you have nine directs, but they only have one direct manager and it's you. So you, like trying to balance like the level of dedication I wanted to give each of them on top of my already like soul crushing, exhausting job. <laughs> like I think the best way you can be a good manager is to just like you do have to be a therapist. So listen to what you know they care about and try your best but don't make any promises. Um yeah. and but like be cautiously open. Mm-hmm. Like be selective about what like how many truths you are giving them. I'm not saying like lie. <laughs> yeah, just like omit. Yeah, there are some things that are just going to make them upset and not necessarily help them feel confident. Yeah. Um and yeah, I would say like separate yourself personally from like what they're doing. Like I don't I have no desire to go out with like my directs, you know? Yeah. I like I I only have a few directs that live here and like as a a group like not just my directs, but, like, the rest of the team. Um, because there's, like, tw- I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of the people we work with. Like, yep. the ones that lived here, we went out. Um, and then when those people left and it was just my directs, I left. Because mm-hmm. I was, like, no, this is weird. And, like, I don't want them to feel, like, they can't have fun or do what they want yeah. because their manager's here. Right. When the cat's away, the mice will play. Yeah. And they should. They should go have fun. Yeah. I always feel so. My manager was a peer of mine before they were my manager. And then when she was promoted, like, I stopped wanting. I just, like, every time she was around when we would go out, I'd be like, oh, my God. You know? But, like, we had been (laughs) friends, like, yesterday. But I was just like, I have to play it cool because she's my manager. It just changes things when Mm -hmm. someone's in a position of power over you. Um, I was going to say the same thing. I mean, I've never been a manager. And that's by design. Like, I really, truly couldn't. Yeah. At this point now, I'm like, hmm three is maybe my max and like i don't really have any desire to manage more people i just speaking from the perspective of someone who has had a manager like the whole advice of like don't like don't take things personally is like like i i think of all the times that i've been upset at my manager for things that have been completely out of her control like me not being promoted earlier than I like I, I should have been promoted like a year and a half before I was promoted yeah like I was doing the work for a year and a half before I finally got promoted to the job that I was doing the work for and I was like such a bitch to her about it because I was just like I was just over it and she was the easiest person to blame and she's like one of those people that have gone to like management seminars like she's like oh no trying to be a boss you know um which good for her whatever but like she handled that so well in the moment she was just like okay like i that's great to know like i wasn't aware that you were like trying to do that like let's work toward that and then we did and i was like oh (laughs) i was like kind of you know taking it out on on the wrong person Mm -hmm. when i like i could have communicated it better like when people are early in their careers they don't know how this shit works so it's like they treat your like they treat their manager as like a punching bag um a therapist a cop 
Like there's just like all the things yeah. that you listed in your you email. You do have to be a little bit of a cop as a manager, which sucks. Yeah. I will say um, definitely like document your directs like wins mm-hmm. and also encourage them to tell you like I could not be everywhere at once like tell me what you did well yeah. or if you're proud of something so I can write that down and I can brag about you uh-huh. because I can't do it all myself like yeah when you are negotiating your salary you're gonna have to know these things anyways mm-hmm. so totally um but yeah definitely keep track of all their wins and like let them know regularly mm-hmm because words of affirmation go a long way they at really work. do especially when you work at a corporation where like you're just like a cog what about the one that we met at uh oh my god people were hyping me up so much when i first god. got there yeah i was like i i had come from a job where i was like being emotionally abused me too, me too. <laughs> so then i was just like oh my god i am smart and people like me and i'm good at my job i hadn't felt like that before oh you don't need affirmation but it's nice to get it yeah like, occasionally can i have like one compliment a quarter it goes a long way yeah people don't realize that it's like well this is your job and you're just doing well, your job now it sounds like so hypocritical too because like i couldn't keep track of everything my team was doing um okay and then we have one more other little letter that i think is just a fun read it's just a fun moment okay sorry i closed my computer thank you for turning this to me hi First, love the pod and you both. Secondly, I just wanted to say, like y'all, my experience with my cervix was not positive. It was either being rammed painfully or opened for an IUD. But then I had a well-endowed sex friend kind of like mount me from behind and rock his hips. And this basically gave me a cervical massage that resulted in a magical orgasm that took me out. So that's some joy your cervix can bring you. I feel like the women need to know because I certainly didn't. Cheers. Yeah, I don't. Wow. I didn't know that. So first of all, sex friend is remarkable. Need to figure. We need this man on the podcast to explain how to do this. Yeah. I want a cervical massage. Yeah. I would love a massage instead of like a battery ramming. Yeah. What? Wow. <laughs> and, and then like almost throwing up and crying. <laughs> that's like hard to imagine it feeling good yeah i'm gonna have to google this when you leave yeah. to try and figure it out let it let me know what you learn i will because i will i need some of that in my life you know what and i think that like um frank seems like he takes direction really well he does indeed um so i think that he'll figure it out no problem he's been trying to <laughs> the cervical massage yes or just so, any of the things and so f- basically a cervical massage yeah okay like basically <sighs> that man he does his own research. I think that he's he does more research on his in his free time than he lets on. I want that. We love that in a man. Shall we? Yeah, we shall. This was such an efficient episode. Go it us. Was. Well, that's what we needed. A it little is, break. It is what we needed. We maybe jump back in. Maybe my yeah, the break was helpful. Maybe I just need to keep having so many stimulants in my day. Mm. And maybe that's the secret to to a good episode for me, at least. Yeah, it's just the equivalent of cocaine. Yeah, just <laughs> like be borderline twitching. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we love you. We missed you. We did. I missed you. I missed you too. We should like not go that long without seeing each other again. No, uh, or bring me with you on vacation. Okay. Explicitly. Oh my God. Little pocket list. Yeah. That'd Would love fun. that. All right. Well. We love you. Our children that might have been our prettiest one yet it was good it's because you started it well done